Welcome to Coaching and Cocktails, the podcast. <laughs> Hello. Why is everything so funny all the time? Is this Why on? is everything so funny? Are it's we, on now. Okay. Yeah, we're recording. All right, so we're live from another hotel room. <laughs> yep, but we are not in bed. No. We are sitting in chairs yeah. staring at a computer. Wait, do this. Okay, so the last time we tried to just have a conversation, why do we stare at the computer <laughs> you, and you not know talk to I each think? other? Because is it weird just to stare at each other like this? But isn't that what normal people do? No, when like normal people talk like this with your phone in front of your face. So without a phone or computer in front of my face, it's awkward. So. so we should. Just, so okay. So we're. So now we're staring out at the audience. We're yeah. staring at uh, the laptop instead of each other because people don't know how to have conversations by looking into each other's eyes anymore. That, those are all facts. So let's start on a bummer note. Bummer note. This is the anniversary of nine eleven. The nineteenth anniversary. Whew, that is right. Today is Friday, um, September eleventh. Fuck. Gave you a freebie on that Thank one. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, yeah. it was, um, got, we were, uh, so we were talking about that earlier. earlier today, and I'm tired because, what, we drove four hours to get, so we're in Virginia Beach, no, we're in Chesapeake, we have a show tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, so we have, uh, four clients competing tomorrow, three in the, uh, OCB Apex Natural, and then one in the, uh, PNBA Michigan Michigan something pro-am, I forget. Um, So we're a little loopy, taking care of clients all day, getting some work done. Um, But yeah, you know, this morning I was reflecting, as I do every every 9-11, and I don't just change my my picture. I don't just, you know, put a frame on my picture on Facebook, and Mm -hmm. then, but I do, I do do that every year. But uh, I was walking the dog, and literally just in the 20 minutes, just running through that whole day 19 years ago in my mind and I, and thinking of that too I was like god is it 20 and I was like no that's next, next year next year's 20. the 20th anniversary yeah. of it yeah yeah um so I don't know as far as I'm concerned it's probably the most significant event in my lifetime kind of like the JFK of our parents lifetime I would there yeah yeah you more, know more, more, more so I guess I mean yeah it's still changing. I mean, there's there's kids who were not born on 9-11 who are still fighting that war. Mm. Which that's is insane. Very strange. Yeah. To think yeah, about. Yeah, that's I mean, kind of crazy. My entire generation, all we did is fight that war. You know, we fought it, we retired, people are still fighting it. So, it's just, it's good to reflect and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, but, Yeah. I mean, and what's what so I so yeah. what's interesting is to kind of you know how long you and I have known each other. Mm-hmm. We were talking about how where we lived at the time was just outside of Fort Meade mm-hmm. in Maryland, um, in the flight path of BWI Airport. So mm-hmm. we always had air traffic going over you know our, our houses. Um, I worked by the Pentagon, so mm-hmm. I drove by the Pentagon every day, um, and. One of the, you know, one of our memories, right, like, at, kind of after after 9-11 and the weeks following, we were talking about, because we've talked on the podcast before about how we used to, we'd get the wine and we'd get our cigarettes yeah, and we, you know, was, said, and if we hadn't happened. surprised, we would get wine and <laughs> right? we'd get cigarettes, but I'm pretty sure we've mentioned that before. And I, re- one of the things I remember is how quiet the skies were yeah. and you never realized, I grew up in that area and there were just, you, they're just 
you're in a, we were literally in a it's flight like pattern, that. so there were flights going, you know, back and forth all day long, and you don't think about it until they're not until, there. Yeah. And it was, we, we were sitting out on probably your, I think it was mine, probably your deck, and uh, just remarking it, like, oh my god, it's just silent, it's just, there's no planes yeah. going, yeah, and for we, weeks. I mean, we were talking earlier about, like, my most vivid memory of that day is how blue the sky was. And I remember coming out of the house, going to work that morning, wearing a blue dress, and thinking, like, oh, my God, I've never seen the sky so blue. And that was probably 6 o'clock that morning. Like, who would have ever, yeah. ever known? I was in Indianapolis with an equally blue sky, probably a little, I think it was even chilly. I think it was, like, a little chilly where we were in Indianapolis. And um, kind of wa- watching it all unfold uh where we were giving our talk that day when I was working at the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. I watched it on the security guard's little tiny, I don't know, five-inch black and white, you know, transistor radio TV thing. And, uh, yeah, we were stuck in Indianapolis for four days. We couldn't get home. There were no trains, planes, or automobiles to be had anywhere. Um, So I had all four dogs. Your yes. two, your two little crazy dogs, mm-hmm. and my two huge, Nappy and chewy, crazy dogs. Mm-hmm. And it was just me and a bottle of wine <laughs> and four crazy dogs, four crazy dogs trying to process what the fuck was going on. Do you know that my old eBay when I like years and years ago? Do you want to know my old eBay um, name was the Four Crazy Dogs? Oh, I faintly remember because that. we because when Eric and I got yeah. together, we had four he dogs. Had two. Yeah, he had yeah. two, and I had two. That was my eBay name. It was four I crazy dogs. I faintly remember that. That was neither here nor there. But it, you said four crazy dogs, yep. and it made me remember my old eBay name. <laughs> Man, so <laughs> so yeah. You know what? The other thing that I really remember after night, it, it, and I was reflecting on this morning. Because of how insane our world is right now. And I remember from 9-12 on, everybody was just so fucking American. Oh, yeah. It didn't matter if you were black, white, red, purple, Democrat, Republican, gay, straight. It didn't matter. Like, we were so together. Like, we were just... It made you just, everybody was just American Mm -hmm. and you were just so proud to be American Mm -hmm. and you were, and it was just, we were just solid for this period of time. I mean, a significant period of time, a significant period of time. And it was, it was just, we were just one people, right? You know, standing up against this terrorist, right? And it's, yeah, that is the most significant thing. And somebody actually posted a meme about it yesterday is like the thing I remember the most about nine eleven is nine twelve. Right. Is how like we were all American. How like, everything mm-hmm. changed in, in that in that moment. And God, couldn't we just go back to that? We'll get there. Remembering what that was like. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean things work in strange ways. Yeah, let's just hope we don't have to go through another Something like that to get there. Like a global pandemic or something <laughs> weird. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately I think the global pandemic is Separating us more instead of bringing us together. So let's just hope we don't need another tragedy like that. But, so on a happier note, happy anniversary. So in the spirit of anniversaries, yes. It's not really our anniversary yet, but we're doing our anniversary episode today. 
because we are coming up on our one-year anniversary. We did our first podcast on, what was the date, Brandy? October 25th. October 25th. Is that what it says there on your list? That's when we posted it. Okay, so we did it that week. So mid-October. Yep, so... Mid-October, so we're almost at our one-year anniversary. Which is We were just looking at stats. You said we're 20, 25th percentile of... We're in the, yeah, the top 25% of at least the Buzz Sprout, which is where we host our podcast. And that's all that matters. That's the that's only That's the only one that matters. There's People a hundred hosting anyway. sites, but, it, but, but we still need you guys to, um, you know, rate, review, download, subscribe, share. Um, if you love the podcast, that helps us out. It helps us get higher yep. in the rankings, so... Um, so today we're going to go back through, yes. and this is going to be really interesting because here's the thing, in case you don't know, because if you haven't listened to all the podcasts, Brandy never <laughs> listens to the podcast. That's not true. I listened to him the first time. Which is when we're talking, <laughs> it's not listening. You're talking, you're not listening. Um, and admittedly, I've only actually maybe listened to a handful. I don't go and listen to them all. Um, so it'll be interesting to go back through yes. our list of podcasts. So we're going to go through, we're going to do a walk down memory lane, yes. right? And we're going to, um, I don't know, maybe talk about our favorite moments or see yes. if we even remember what the well, hell we talked about. I think it'll be some good refreshers. Yeah. Along the way. It will be. So do you remember what our first one was? This yes. is a pop quiz. So I do. Okay. It's um, how to not lose your shit with holiday yes. and travel eating. And the reason why I remember this one. So what is so very special about our first one? And anybody who's listened to our podcast already knows Randy and I had talked about doing a podcast for a while. We set up a meeting to talk about to plan the podcast. That's right. And in the middle of us talking about planning for the podcast, I said, God damn it, Brandy, this is this is the podcast. We're what we're talking about. Let's pee and hit record. Exactly. (laughs) We ran, we hit pee, and I was like, I'm gonna just hit record. And we did. Yeah. So, so that was our first podcast, and we got to the end, and, and I posted it, and I realized I said, we didn't introduce oh, ourselves, right. we didn't tell right. anybody the name of the podcast, we didn't do anything. So I have since gone back and added a little oh, you did? blurp at the, at the, a blurp, a blurp at the, a blurp, blurp at the, at the, like a burp, a blurp, a, a blurp. What the fuck a is blurp it called? At the first? <laughs> <laughs> I added a little note at the front of the podcast to say, "Hey, sorry, we forgot to introduce ourselves. Check out the next podcast. <laughs> and who and what the fuck is this? And the next podcast, we'll tell you who we are. <laughs> We're going to reveal one Jesus. piece of information, and that one was the uh, bonus bonusode. So that's when we came up with uh, bonus odes. Bonus, yes, many many yes. bonusodes. So which right bo- before we hit record, I looked at this and said. <laughs> who and what the fuck is this? I don't remember what that one's about. Because <laughs> it was all about us. Right. Right. So, so yeah. So, the first one was, um, so, that's still one of my favorites. Which one? The very first one. Yeah. It was really good. Because I think it's so relevant. And we've had, I don't know, probably 200 and... 250, 280 listens at this point. You wouldn't be able to see it because it's on the... Because it's timeless, right? And even you can talk about how to keep things under control on Thanksgiving, and then everybody needs to hear it again on Christmas. And 4th of July, and, and Memorial Day, and, and Labor Day, and, and, and every birthday, Halloween, and, and every... Every vacation, yeah. and every time you go to a hotel for mm-hmm. work, and all and of it. And spoiler alert, it's don't get weird, use your head. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, I think, where the line, our tagline came mm-hmm. from, because that's the bottom line, yeah. right? Just do your thing, but keep your shit together. Yeah, you and, know, and, have some, and plan ahead. Have Bring some, stuff with mm-hmm. you, right? So the little quick things and what we always do, find a grocery store, hit a grocery store, use um, um, Instacart, Instacart, 
Um, you know, whatever's available yeah. to you wherever you're going. And just don't get weird. Don't do anything different than what you're doing every other day. So, our third episode, do mm-hmm. you remember? No. Fad diets. What in the fad diets? What in the fad diets? Mm-hmm. And this one was because my biggest pet peeve is I'm doing the blank, blank, blank. Yeah. Or, you know, I, well, I've been, I did keto last year and lost 60 pounds, but this year I gained 160. And you're like, well, then doing the whatever maybe wasn't what you should be doing. Right. And I think the premise, the whole premise of that was if it starts with the and ends mm-hmm. in diet, don't right. fucking do it. And I think that came about because, um, just the reason why we decided to do that one was because what was, um, what was that fucking Netflix that came out about the, the um, plant-based the magic pill? No, that was the keto one. The plant-based uh, athletes. Um, uh, that wasn't magic all pill. This, no, no, magic pill was. Wasn't magic pill the one on keto where they slathered lard on broccoli and put it in the right. oven? And called Carbs the Devil, but, and I needed to turn it off because that was the dumbest thing I'd ever seen in my life. But you're right, because back when we did this Wet in the Fab, there were a bunch of documentaries coming out on particular, like, only eat, well, it only was, do keto. It was specifically eat. the plant-based diet right. one where they had all these athletes. They had, like, these mm. endurance athletes and a powerlifter. Right. And it was it had just come out, and every fucking client and everybody was like, should I go plant-based? What do you think about this? What do you think about this? And I was just like, okay, I just, I can't. Well, then you find out at the end, if you do your research on those documentaries, that they were produced by the company who was making the pea protein. Right. So, any fad diet is a bad... Anything bad that diet. starts with the and ends in diet is a bad idea. Right. And that holds true a year later. It still does. It, it holds changed. true. And um, don't put lard on your broccoli. Oh, no, I just started just it. it. I just started it. She started a podcast. We're just going to play it for you. <laughs> We're going to stay here for 500 hours and just replay all the podcasts. What's the next one? Bartender, pour me another. So that one actually is not one of our more popular. Which I thought it would be. I thought so, too. I did it because I think I was pissed at the time because I was having a lot of clients falling off the wagon pretty significantly. Due to alcohol binges. Mm-hmm. And I was just fucking tired of having the same conversation. Yeah, and and um, P.S., a lot of our podcasts come about because we're really annoyed right. with, with somebody, something. We've got had a mm-hmm. bunch of clients talking about one thing or another, you know, so that's where a lot of our podcasts come from. Um, so, yeah, so I actually, that one is actually not one of our more popular ones. It was a bonus, was it a bonus? A bonus episode. Bonus episode. Um, yeah, and we talked about, you know, where it belongs, where or if or how it belongs in, you know, in, you know, your your lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? So whatever your fitness plans are and, um, you yeah. know. Special occasions. <laughs> yeah, Brandy only drinks on special <laughs> occasions, which is all days that end in Y. I have a very special life, don't judge it's me. all the days that end in Y is a special occasion. You don't know me. <laughs> I do know you so well. <laughs> all right, the next one. This is a good one. When life serves you a shit sandwich. Do you want, remember what that one? What pro, provoked? I don't remember what provoked that one. Did the you? show last November. Oh, fuck, yeah. So that's... When did that one come out? December 3rd. Yep. So that was about the... We were, we were both, like, in our asses about the ridiculous judging at a particular show last year. Yep. Um, that was honestly the biggest... It was it was a total fuck up in scoring. I mean, there's right. no ifs, ands, or buts right. about it, and there was no admission of yeah. uh, anything. Um, so, 
So some athletes got served a shit sandwich, and so we kind of took it and talked about how, yeah. basically how to deal with, you know, when... Disappointment. Disappointment. And, but, you know, a couple updates. Angie, who is one of the clients, one of the athletes in that show, she's still with us. Yeah. She's still competing. She's had a lot of challenges thrown at her this year. She's still cranking it away and looking probably for a spring season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she got a big shit sandwich last November, but yeah. it didn't didn't deter her. And clients are still getting, you know, we were just talking to Nancy and, mm-hmm. you know, we don't necessarily think her placement on her first show was 100% deserved. I, I had a hard time kind of seeing around it, but literally. Right. <laughs> around right. something. Um, but, you know, it, it happens. And so when that happens, you have to know, you know, okay, especially in a sport like this, if that's where your disappointment is coming in, how yeah. are you going to, you know, how, how can you... You, you have to, your win has to come from somewhere right. more than your placement, especially in a subjective yep. sport like yep. this, right? So, um, we have some big client shows coming up, and I, I did a post yesterday, inevitably, somebody Absolutely. is not going to place, right? Yep. All the teammates place, and there's going to be somebody, or a couple somebodies, or a lot of somebodies that don't place. And people are going to get placed in that they don't think they deserve. Exactly. So, and it's, you know, we're just talking to Nancy about that. It's kind of hard as an adult, especially, you know, she said, which I understand, like, she's very used to winning. Because she's been good at all the sports right. she's done in her whole life. I mean, that resonates with me because I'm going through a similar journey horse-wise. Like, I was very used for a lot, used to for a lot of years winning everything. And now I'm starting at the bottom rung in a new discipline, and I'm not winning. And I've caught myself doing a couple eight-year-old temper tantrums yeah. in my head. But still, you know, you're like, you know, it's hard. So our next episode was December 10th last year. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of when we started to introduce a new concept okay. that has not stopped. That one was, and we quote, fuck polite. So that's when we first started, I think, kind of. We got, and that's when the, we first borrowed it from My Favorite Murder. Right. Because that's where it came from. Right. Mm-hmm. And we started to kind of introduce a theme of women empowerment. Mm-hmm. among our discussion of training and nutrition concepts. Right. That was sort of the beginning of that journey that will continue. Yes. And it, yeah, because we just did a, a second part of a politeness. And we, it's come up. Yeah, we did and, right, part two. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm digging more and more into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of become an undercurrent, I think, not only in our training, but just kind of, who we are as women and try to promote other women to advocate for yourself. Yes. Number one, first and foremost, advocate for yourself. Um, the next episode I think is your personal favorite. Do you remember which one it is? No. (laughs) Drink your water. Oh God. Yes. Drink your water and other secrets to success. God, you're so good at remembering these. Drink your mm-hmm. why? Do you want to know why I'm good at remembering these? Once Brandy reads so off the title, like go. Because I have to do all the editing, the very oh, yeah. little editing that I do. Listen, I, I have to come open. up with the titles. I have to come up with the the catchy whatever the fuck. Hey. And I send it to Brandy. She's like, "Yeah, it looks great, looks great. <laughs> yeah, it looks, looks great. great." As long as you're doing it, and I'm not, looks, it's great. Hey, when we started this, I was real open about like, <laughs> "Sounds great. I'd love to do it." You got to know, I'm not doing any work though. That's fine. <laughs> yep. No. Someday, yep. When my so, kids are gone, drink your water and other secrets to success. That's a 
And, you know, we include some of the links to these podcasts in our uh, documents that we mm-hmm. send to our clients, mm-hmm. our initial, um, yep. you know, introductory documents, because it's like, you know, listen to the information in these these podcasts. It, it really is that simple. And the whole premise of that was not that water is the be all end all, but it's like such a it's like get up and win. make your bed every day, it's right? Just it's a it's just win. It's you know you and you and then you build on, right? right. It's it's you. It's just just one thing. That's right. the concept. Just do one thing. You don't have to do all the things at once right. to make a lifestyle change. You do one thing, right. it's just and you've already simple, changed. A, a simple win, and yeah. it's the most basic thing that anybody it's can easiest do. thing you can do. Right. I I truly truly do not why people struggle. Do not know why people struggle. Well, with if anybody starts with. And if I've ever had any client interviews where they start with, well, I don't, I'm not going to drink water. It's just like, okay. Or I don't like water. Yeah. Then, what? Okay. Then like, then this isn't going to work. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> mm, okay. That's not going to work. Bye. So then we did a Christmas episode, our favorite things. Do you remember that one? Yeah. So that was just that sort was of fun. That was a fun one. A lot of kitchen Also gadgets. not a very popular one. Don't People don't like our fun ones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. They don't have to. As long as we had fun. <clears throat> we had fun. We had fun with it. These are a few of our favorite things. Mm-hmm. And I sang. Oh, that's right. When we, the dog Yeah, I knew we were going to get it again. <laughs> when the bee stings. When I'm feeling sad. Are we going to hear the whole thing? Or no. Nope. Okay. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to know. I simply remember. Okay, no, I'm done. What's the next one? No, no, because we're coming up on some good ones. I know we are. Fuck the word motivation. Oh, that was also a favorite. And that one, actually, you really gave me some new insight on that. Because I always said, fuck motivation. But you challenged and said, I'm going to challenge people to just not even use the word motivation. Right. Just a quick, can you... What was that about? Uh, you don't even remember. No, motivated. I remember the discussion being like, people confuse motivation with magic, right? So the word, I think, gets a lot of like cultural confusion and becomes like synonymous with, the word motivation becomes synonymous with, there's going to be some magic feeling that I'm going to love doing this. Right. And then if you're not feeling, you know, if you don't feel that magic, then you don't do it, right? It doesn't always have to be, like, gut through it or dig deep, because that's still finding motivation. Mm-hmm. It's intrinsic motivation, right? But right. I think that's that's really what it comes mm-hmm. down to. You have to be self-motivated to be successful. Right. Point blank, period. Right. There is no extrinsic, external motivation that is going to be there all the time. I mean, you're, never, you're not, you're never always going to feel like doing it. You're probably mostly not going to want to do it. Yes, I would say. But then people use the word motivation. It's like, well, I wasn't motivated. It's because it's, yeah. It's like just. It's a setup for failure. Stop with that word. It's an excuse to just not. Yeah, you either Mm -hmm. did it or you didn't do it. Right, exactly. Right? No, exactly. Um, I like it. That was a good one. The next one we talk about our coaching business in general. We pimped our coaching Mm -hmm. business. We're awesome, by the way. The following one, I want to compete, but. So you know what's really interesting? I don't think that one didn't get as many downloads as some of our other ones either, but and maybe for maybe for a reason. Sorry for the squeaky chair, hotel chair. Um, but that one was really like I think anybody who's ever even yep. thought they wanted to compete needs to listen to that episode yep. because it's all the excuses we get. Right. I, and, and and look, we've worked with probably thousands of clients at this point, right? Yeah. And we have heard it, and there's always a but. Right. Right? And it's 
and it's an intrinsic but, right? So it's not always some sometimes it's a literal but do but I but I but I but I don't want to do yeah. this or I don't want to do right. that, but can I do this? Can I still but can I still go out with my friends? And right. but can I and and as soon as those butts come in and then you know, then immediate red flags and then the other, you know, the intrinsic butts are just the check in after check in after check in. Right. right. That they know we we know what we're supposed to be doing, people. But, but I didn't do it. But but I just didn't, right? So yeah. you know, it comes down to um, excuses are just priorities, right? Right, and I think that goes to anything that you're committing to. If you're thinking I'm committing to X, and then your next thought is, but I don't have time, or but that sounds hard, but I don't want to do this portion of it, yeah. but. Then you're you're not really committing to it, or at least be realistic about what you are committing to. If you like this podcast, I want to do the podcast, but but I'm not not going to do do any work. work. Yes, (laughs) exactly. You know that. Yeah, I I had something to add, but then I I lost. But as far as the competing goes, I mean, it's very relevant because that is where it dies for most most clients. You know, I want to compete, but I'm not going to log my food accurately. But I'm going to miss training sessions. But I don't have time. I'm not going to check in. I'm not going to drink my water. I'm going to fuck off like at every moment I get. So, so here's the thing. If they're, and this is anything in life. I want to do X. If there's a, but stop right there. If you say, I want to do X, tell me every single thing I can do to get there. Let's go. Not all the reasons you're not going to do it. Exactly. If there's a, but stop right there and and reevaluate why you're even doing it. Yep. Yep. Exactly. All right. So things, then got fun because we went to Florida. Was they, it fun? They got a little fun. They got, they got a little weird. weird. <laughs> Things got weird. We got weird. We used our heads Shit and everything was still okay. Weird. <clears throat> so we did a couple really while we were down there. The first mm-hmm. one we did was the Muscles and Murders. Was that the first one? I thought mm-hmm. we did the Empowerment one. Oh, that's how I posted it. Yes, maybe. Okay. So that was, that was a fun one. Okay, so the Muscles and Murder was, again, another play on, you know, our other favorite podcast at the right. time. We've got some new favorites now, mm-hmm. but um, my favorite murder. And mm-hmm. so we did a bodybuilding murder story. Yeah. From our perspective. It was, yeah. kind, of, it was kind of fun to go back and do the research. And it's actually a cool story. It's, yeah. You know, it's, a, it's not cool. It's, I mean, it's It kind of ties terrible. into all the other themes we talk about yeah. in our podcast and <clears throat> why you shouldn't do drugs. Don't, don't do drugs. Don't do Any drugs. Other lessons. There were lots of life, life lessons in that. So call your mom <coughs> if you're, you're in, in a, a bar. bar. So this is probably, I, I don't know what other people felt about this, nor do I particularly care, but it was, I think, probably one of our best podcasts. It was very raw and very real. And, you know, we went away to Florida and we were doing a lot of center stage work, but we were also kind of, I think, starting to explore and really dabble in, like, what this woman empowerment and really, like, what our passion is as individuals Mm -hmm. separately, Mm -hmm. right? Like, the two platforms kind of go together, but, you know, they're they're separate. Mm -hmm. It's not part of the business. Um, We're very knee-deep in that. Mm -hmm. And then we went to the bar that night and got accosted. Accosted. Same word. We both used the word accosted. That's the word of the day. But it was. I mean, it was. You were touched inappropriately. You oh, yeah. And, grab your ass. and would you believe that I forgot about that? Because what was more offensive to me was what that kid said to yeah. me. Yeah, a pirate grabbed your ass. I forgot about that. We can almost forgive that, but the kid that was. Yeah. I would rather have my ass grabbed than what that kid said to <clears> me by a drunk pirate than that obnoxious kid. Right. Yes. Because it was so 
crude and offensive. And what was the worst is he thought it wasn't. And that's what I think fucks with me the most, even to this day, is what that kid said to me. Go back and listen to the episode if you want to know what he said. Yeah, and I'm not sure that I said it or nor will I. I don't know that I, I can't read. That I probably, if you didn't, I probably did. But it was disgusting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and this kid thought it was like a Romeo line. Yeah. And, and so, I'm also, let's keep in mind, 20 years older than him, mm-hmm. wearing a wedding ring, wearing sweaty gym clothes that I had traveled in since 4 a.m. that morning. Right. But these are drunk, Trying young, to eat a fucking pizza at 6. Drunk young men. It was 6 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Who, um, think, thought that that was appropriate. And this also went into the fuck politeness because, right. you know, it was Brandy and I, I immediately recognized, so it was me immediately recognizing that something was off as soon as she started yelling at him. As soon as, the, as, soon as, as she, she was about to throw like, punch him. What? <laughs> and then, and then it was immediately like you got, and you know, it started off innocent enough. It was just like, ha ha. Yeah. yeah you guys are like, annoying. you guys are just drunk and you're in a bachelor right. party and it's like, whatever. Right. right. And so it was just kind of annoying. And, and, and now, you know, whatever, 50 podcasts later yeah. and fast forwarding to us talking about the gift of fear and intuition and right. things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, it's funny, like, you know, knowing now, we know even more than we knew I then. I feel like that was a real jumping off point, It really was. Honestly. I do. I feel, you know, like, I, it was like a shock and awe moment. When we, I have talked a lot about Oprah. You know, I'm a huge worshiper of Oprah. And her whole concept of life gives you, um, not lessons, but. Pebbles. Gives you pebbles. Whispers. Right? Yeah, whispers, pebbles, rocks. And I just feel like that's what we were getting that weekend. Mm-hmm. And then that that incident at that bar. And when I say a bar, we were in the hotel restaurant at six. We weren't there at two in the morning. Nope. We were eating a pizza yep. with no makeup on nope. and gym clothes. Yep. And it was just like this <clears throat> real pebble brick moment of this is something it's time to pay attention to. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and how many women, unfortunately do not, how many do not. And you know, uh, Listen, if, if our rambling... Changes- and you've heard my stories through the podcast, and if you haven't listened to some of these podcasts, because I think that was the one that I... You told a story. Probably told a story that I literally, those mm-hmm. words had never left my lips yeah. ever in life, and I recently told another one, yeah. right? And one of our more... Re- and for all these, yep. these exact reasons, right? All the reasons why. So I feel like... I- Feel like episode. I have another. Nine. I have another story in my brain. I should probably tell that goes along the. You want to tell it? Do I want to tell it right now? It's up to you. Um, your party. Well, I mean, it goes. It's it's just another one because you know, we were talking earlier about like all the dumb shit. All the dumb shit I did before I got married the first time, and by dumb shit, I've already admitted that I sort of you know screwed around and had daddy issues and was just looking for love in all the wrong places, right? So, long story short. Uh, I was dating a drug dealer. That sounds smart. Um, yes, I knew he was a drug dealer, right? So, so let's talk about. So, you let me know how many pebbles you you find in this. Right. This right. Um, I knew he was a drug dealer. Dated a drug dealer. I was in college at the time. Um, I went with him to drug deals. I went hit with him to a house in uh, Brooklyn Park where they sold mm. crack. Nothing good out of the house. To yes. Park. It was a husband and wife mm. 
who allowed these guys to come in and sell crack out of their home with their teenage daughter also sold crack out of their mm. home. Yes, Tina is sitting in a crack in a crack house, a literal crack house, while people are coming to the door buying crack. This is a very dangerous situation. I knew every moment I was there. You want to talk about pebbles. Get out, get out, get the fuck out. I listened not. And at one point, this huge fight broke out with lead pipes. And thankfully, my drug dealer boyfriend told me to get out of the house before I got my, literally got murdered. And, um, but that wasn't the end of it. Oh, no, no. I, I still kept dating the drug dealer. I was in other situations similar. I was left alone in random, like, vacant houses. God, I can't even believe, like, I... I right? I, these, are, these are the moments why, yeah. like, do, you, do I want to go back and remember right. the, the fucking right, shit that right, I did? Right. And um, I ended up failing out of college. This is one of the many reasons I didn't finish college, because during that year, he... He took my car. I couldn't get to class. Yeah. He stole my car, stole my television. There was, I mean, it was just like, and honestly, at this point, it's like all a fucking blur what happened, but I didn't go to school. I didn't. And that was, uh, and then it was a move home moment. And, um, yeah. yeah. And then try to get, and try to get my shit together after that, I guess. But I'm lucky somebody was looking out for me. I didn't fucking die. But I knew, I knew in every moment I shouldn't be there. I knew. I knew, I knew, yeah. I knew. This wasn't a like, oh, this is fun. I knew I should yep. be there. Yep. So I feel like we've continued that theme intermittently throughout the podcast. Because because I feel like we're moved to, honestly. Yes, I am moved to. And, you know, I was explaining this podcast to a friend of mine who's not in bodybuilding the other day. And I, you know, I told her, oh yeah, we do a lot of bodybuilding training and nutrition, but we do a lot of women empowerment. And then I started thinking in my head, like, well, how do I explain to her, like, how and why we do that? Because it's like, nutrition. So Brandy wasn't kidding. She really I is really going, did accidentally. We're just going to listen to the podcast. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I feel like that whole period of time was a jumping off into that. And I hope just like when you were telling your story, I know I have a million flashes in my head of stories that I've forgotten purposely or not Mm -hmm. or things. And I feel like maybe other women have the same thing. And, you know, if that even provides that to people, I think it's time well served to kind of reflect on where you've been and where you are and how you could change it for others. Absolutely. And I don't, and I don't want anybody to ever think, Oh, right. You know, like don't, don't feel a moment of, don't feel sorry for me. I don't feel sorry for myself. I don't beat myself up for it, right? Like, I don't, it's, these are moments in my life that were moments I had to learn from. And this yeah. goes to that podcast. I can't, mm-hmm. now I can't wait to, to listen to mm-hmm. it, right? Like, to refuse to be annihilated. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, what if you, what if, yeah. what right? if you refuse to be annihilated? Because I'm, I'm never going to, I'm never going to play a victim. Right. I right. had a bunch of stupid, hard, I did dumb shit and, you know, whatever, but no. Yeah, I mean, then- I, I went through those things so that I can help educate people on to not do And so when things. you're 40, you have no shame in being like, fuck you. If you don't get away from my table, I'm punching the goddamn head. Right. Now. I'm fucking punch in the throat. Yeah. I haven't throw punch somebody yet, but I'm waiting for an opportunity. I'm not sure if I threatened to hit him, but. I think you did. I think we both did. I know I was not playing. Mm-mm. Nope. Like, I, I remember I was like, I looked at the guy who was quite nice sitting next to me, right? Just. 
And I said, you need to, I yep. was like, if you can see me right yep. now, I was like, you need to circle it up yep. and you need to get the, the fuck, fuck out, out of here, Somebody's right? Somebody's about like, to get hurt. I was like, you need to get your boy and get the fuck out. Somebody's about to get hurt. Yep. Get on out Ain't here. me. I'll nope. tell you that. Bye. So, so shift gears. Mm-hmm. Our next podcast after that was Kelly. Oh, that was fun. That was our first interview. Yeah, it was our first interview. The title of it, I forgot, from Party Girl to Bikini Pro. Yep. So, a fun update on her. So, this one we posted in February. Mm -hmm. She had competed in June June. Mm -hmm. of the previous year. I had been working with her Mm -hmm. through February, and I just recently, this month, transitioned her back to you to restart prep. Yes, and so what we're doing with Kelly is, um, hopefully, Kelly, I hope you don't mind me telling, but I think it's important for other people to know, um, so Kelly has struggled with some major GI issues, like her whole life, um, chronic constipation, um, like no offense to gastrointestinal doctors, but I've been to many, and um, unless you have something that's actually a GI disease, everybody's got IBS or like... Uh, idiopathic constipation. Like, we don't fucking know. Here's some medication that costs you two hundred dollars yeah, right. a month, right? So, so for Kelly, because she's also been you know pounding carbs hard and like you know a lot of you know she's been doing all the right things during her off season. Um, the first thing we're doing is getting her gut health in check. In one week, Brandy, this girl has had nothing, no more frequent than two to three bowel movements a week. And one week of me having her, I we went on an elimination diet. I have her. Every day, multiple really? times a day. Yeah. Yes. Um, so the so, big pull out is what? Dairy? It was a lot of things. Yeah. We pulled, so it was a lot of FODMAPs, high FODMAP yeah. foods. Um, so we start, I start high and go low, right? So we kind of start really broad. I'll, 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 we'll start to reintroduce foods after a couple of weeks of kind of starting to heal her gut, but we took a lot of yeah. things out. Dairy's a big one, wheat, gluten, yeah. high FODMAPs, um, things like that. So... Um, and then the next step, once we get her gut health in check, um, I have her testing her blood glucose. Yeah. So we're doing that three times a fasted. So we can kind of see where she is with her insulin sensitivity. I have a little suspicion that it's not so great. Yeah. Um, so once we get the gut health in check, we'll work on that. And yeah. then we will work on getting into prep. Yeah, so we I, are prepping for prep, which is a right. whole other episode. And, you know, she can do all of those extreme things because this is her second she's season. She's still eating 2,000 calories well, a day. She's, all right, and she spent a year. Mm-hmm. The first time, over a year, over a year to yeah. prep for the first mm-hmm. one. She spent a year with me in off season, working hard like an athlete mostly. Mm-hmm. So now she can go into her second season doing next level kind of shit. Yeah. No, the first first time person and regular people shouldn't be doing elimination diets nope. and checking their glucose. These are high end athlete kind of activities, and, experienced athletes. With and that's exactly coaches. what we can do with somebody who's been with us since 2017. Right. Yeah, yeah, it has <laughs> right been. because we know Kelly and mm-hmm. we know so. This is this is how we progress right. with a client, yeah. right? We can really get into so some really excited. So I'm really excited for her season. Now we're getting her, you know, prepared for it. That's right. So then we did an Ask Us Anything, which I frankly can't remember a single thing from that. Was I there? You you were you were there, <laughs> and it was fun. We had a lot of really fun questions from clients. You should actually listen. You should listen I to our podcast. Can't. I'll die. Um, no, it was fun. We had some good questions from, and I think we might do another one at some point in the next couple months. Um, but yeah, it was fun because you know we have a lot of new clients. We have a lot of new listeners, so yeah. listeners might have more questions. Yeah, but that one was kind of fun. 
Yes, you have to listen to it to find listen out. Listen to it and tell us what I we can't said. remember anything I, about it. I don't remember. I don't remember what you asked us or what we said, but it was fun. I do remember that. February seventeenth, we did an episode. Every setback's an opportunity for a comeback, and that was on injuries. And I actually think that my pro at injuries. What? Well, I think the main reason I did that was enchanted. My horse right. was very broken at that point, mm-hmm. and I was feeling super sorry for myself. <laughs> but Enchanted has come back she has from come her back. broken neck. Yes, she's come back. Um, she's sassy as ever, trying to murder me again. Back to straight-ass homicide. <laughs> right. But, but, like, I, so, so, to, yes, so yes. to the point of the podcast, because I yes. have a lot of experience with injury... Um, and I think I was trying to tell you the other day from Enchanted's perspective, she's not the same horse, right? right? And you don't actually know if she's uncomfortable or in some kind of pain still from her injury, right? right? She had, she had her own setback and the horses, you know, more than I do, incredibly intelligent animals, no different than us, right? So she's a little pissed and agitated. Yeah, I don't blame totally her, right? right? As I was when every time I had to come right. back from an injury. So right, you're absolutely right. So it's not because she hates you; it's because she's fucking pissed no. and agitated she's and she fucking broke my life. Back. She's, trying, she's trying to ruin my she's life. Not try, it's not about you. It's about her. It's about her. But we did not only talk about horses on there. No. It was mostly about people. Mm-hmm. And to your point on all of those, you know, it's. There was somebody else who had been injured at that time, and we've had a few. Um, I think Stephanie. Stephanie, I've mm-hmm. had a few like surgeries and long term mm-hmm. recover recuperations, mm-hmm. and and it is a fucking bummer. And I don't have any better way to articulate it. Like going through an injury or an illness or a pregnancy mm-hmm. or anything where you're off the anything, market. Setback. Yeah, it fucking sucks, mm-hmm. and it can suck and it can super suck. Because people can, you can take the suck and make it that much worse by imploding. Mm-hmm. And that was really the point of that podcast. And I think the point, my point always, because I, usually most clients at some point, there is something, you know, there's oh, something we have to work If you're with. an athlete, if you're at this as a lifestyle, at some point, you're going to have an illness, an injury, a, a death in the family, a, right, something, a, something that knocks you on your ass and off track. And and I am the queen of being knocked on my ass and off track. And honestly, it's a hobby of mine at this point. Right. <laughs> surgery is a hobby. I don't suggest, <laughs> don't go to Hobby Lobby looking for surgery right. as your thing. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, it's a thing yeah. that I do. What I post yesterday... Um, the beauty of a setback is it introduces you to your strength. Yeah. That's it. I mean, yeah, it's tough. So if anybody's going through that, February 17th, episode 12 is for you. Yep. Listen to that one. It's a good one. Magic of supplements. So this is when we fought for a while. I think I tried to get you to do it for a while. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want to. But I, it's stupid. We, I, at least, I won't speak for you, get so <laughs> many questions about supplements. I don't mind talking about supplements, except for in the vein where people are just trying to get a magic pill. Right. And that I cannot stand. I can't stand if somebody has 100 pounds to lose. And the first thing they want to know is what supplement to take. Yep. Yes, broccoli and water. <laughs> Those are your, Those supplements. your supplements. Drink your fucking water. Right? Um, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. And that's probably why I just, I, I don't want to talk about it for so long. But it's just, if you're trading in nutrition and every, if, if everything else isn't on point, don't even, don't even ask me about supplements. I mean, supplement is a way down the road experienced athlete kind of thing, to tell you the truth. 
Like, yeah. I don't talk about real supplements to any clients until I've probably had them well over a year and we are getting into like significant prep to go into prep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's pretty basic stuff, you For know? For the most part. And like some of our more advanced athletes, then we will get into more advanced supplements with. Right. Yes. Exactly. So, right. so there's so no that's magic how that pill. Works. No magic Spoiler pill. alert. No magic pill. No magic pill. The next episode was our interview with Rebecca. That one was also really good. Rebecca mm-hmm. is uh, currently in her, we've gone to just monthly check-ins, so, because I think she's really good on her own, and she's taken a good, like, three-year off-season, as one should. She's doing yeah. everything. Yeah. You know, so the, pand- the pandemic sort of set her back a little bit, because she does not have a house full of gym equipment. Um, and it does not feel, she's in Georgia, does not feel safe going back to yep. the gym yet. So she's hanging tough at home. So um, she also wanted to kind of um, work on her relationship with food a little bit and spend more time with the family and less time on my fitness pal. And, yeah. and um, but she's still training really hard with what she can at home. She's yeah. working really hard. Um, and she has a great plan. She's in no rush to get back on the stage. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Thank God. Um, because everybody, I mean, she's the anomaly. God bless her because when she comes, because it was two and a half, almost three years between her last two shows and anybody who saw her progress pictures was like, fuck, that was was significant. So wait for another three years. Right. And so that's what, that's what you want, man. Yeah. You don't need to be on stage every year. Mm-hmm. That's how progress is made. Right. She's got one quad that is literally like um, an inch and a half smaller than the other because she's got hip issues. Yeah. And so that's, 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 that's a big area, right? It's a big area we got to work on. So yeah. she's doing a great job. So that's an awesome yeah. update on her. Mm-hmm. When, uh, no, I'm sorry. Fat is not a feeling <laughs> and other body image woes. That was one of I our only first body faintly image ones. Remember that one. We ended up doing two body image ones. The other one's later in the list. Um Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't remember, remember the specifics, it. but it, you know, the it's it, I'm sure we got into talking about like every, I feel fit. Right, and it become and the discussion of like that becomes your inner dialogue. Yes. And you don't feel fat. You're either fat or you're not fat. Like you have fingernails, but you're not fingernails. Right, exactly. That's not a feeling. And it's stopping it's stopping being fat as an identity trait. Right. It's not should not be your identity trait. Being fat should not be your identity. Ever. Or worrying about being fat. Or right. saying you're fat. Right. Or being skinny. Like, none of that should be your identity. Right. So we had a, a client we just had a conversation with a little while ago, and she was telling me she, she felt heavy today. Yeah. She woke up and she felt heavy. I said, you feel heavy before or after you got on the scale? Right. And it was up a half a pound. So right? I think, because yeah, I think we talked about mm-hmm. that, and I shared that I, I stopped weighing myself for a significant amount of time because I could look in the mirror in the morning and be like, yeah, you know what? You look pretty good for 42 years old and two kids. And, you know, you can do this and you can do that. And I feel good about myself. And then I get on the scale and immediately be like, I suck. Mm-hmm. And it's a make-believe number. Right. But it was just this identity. Yep. Uh, the identity of fat. Yep. The next episode was a day in our life. Oh, that was, we were rambling. We had okay. nothing to talk about. Awesome. And we were like, let's just. So check we that one like, out. <laughs> <laughs> but we were, we were literally like, we have nothing to talk about this week. Yeah. But we're not going to skip the podcast. So we have to do it. 
So check out the super boring so one. Definitely, well, we have nothing to, to talk about. But you know, if you're interested in what we do, excuse me, as I'm going to get some potato chips, so I might sound a little far away. So the following episode is number seventeen that posted on March twenty third. Number seventeen. Yes. We're further along than that, are we? Is nope. that a bonus one? Mm-mm. No. And this was our live from the retreat. So this is what I think. That one didn't turn out so good because the audio sucked. Okay. It wasn't loud enough when you need to work on the microphone last. So the audio was tough, but I think what is funny now to reflect back on is the pandemic started that weekend. Oh, Jesus, yeah. We were at the retreat as this was all happening. Mm-hmm. So we were only getting bits and pieces of what was happening, like grocery stores shutting down. Like, cause we were in this little utopia. We of were in our own little retreat bubble. 15, 20 girls having, you know, doing all of our work and having mm-hmm. a great time and, we were slightly oblivious to the world imploding. Yeah, we were getting Texas, Texas, Texas. Texas. We were getting Texas messages from, uh, like, I remember getting a text from Eric. He was like, schools are closed down. Wait, right. what? I'm sorry. I'm too busy to acknowledge you right now, so I'm just going to keep going. Because we were so, we were just, but yeah, I mean, we left the retreat and um, the world shut down. I remember you and I went up to the bedroom that night, and I had a picture from Jim of the grocery store aisles cleaned out. And I remember turning you being like, fuck, I think this might be real. Look at this. <laughs> like, should we leave? Should yep. we just stay? Yeah. And I remember when we had a couple people not make it. We had two people not make it to the retreat yeah. because, but I remember I was laying in bed that night and you saying, fuck, I hope this doesn't mess up my birthday party. And <laughs> I said, Oh God, there's no way. And that was scheduled for what? Like April. April. 11th. Was it the 11th? On my day. On my birthday. Or was it on your birthday? I can't remember this weekend. And I was like, oh my God, there's no way by then we'll still be in this. And here we are September, September. 11th. <laughs> I had a virtual birthday party, by the way. Yes. It was still fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll work. We'll do better at the retreat this year. By the way, the retreat, we have one spot left out of 15. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this one, I don't at all remember. Oh, Okay. So then we had What's a... What's the name of it? Who or who are you? So oh, that was another the World random. Health Organization. Right. <laughs> so that was one where... This was posted March 25th when we were in the thick of everything happening. Yeah, I think we were just talking about all the pandemic stuff. And we were talking about the pandemic stuff. Well, so... And I resilience. Mean, resilience. And mm-hmm. so, you know, looking behind the curtain a little bit, as coaches, we're dealing with all these athletes mm-hmm. who no longer have gyms. Who no longer have jobs. Yep. Who no, now their kids are trapped with them, and we had a lot of people fucking freaking out. Oh yeah. So we had to quickly reevaluate what we can do to keep everybody on track. Well, we are also struggling with the same things. Right. We are in no better shape than everybody else. Right. Um, which so, is which is part of being a coach, right? I mean, it's, sure. it's just it's what we do. But yeah, that that's what that one was. It mm-hmm. was uh, <clears throat> being resilient and flexible. Yep, because because yeah, because God, everybody. I mean, I became the queen of like, what can we do with bands and using your using your sixteen year old daughter as for hip thrust she because you don't have any other weights to use. And like, I went back like, to what can we do? I went back to straight old military. I'm like, you know what? You can do a lot with a pull up, a push up, <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. a squat. So here we go, my friends. I had clients squatting each other, you know, husband and wife at home, like one's on the other shoulders and they're squatting, mm-hmm. and Rolita used her daughter for hip thrust. You can get <laughs> a lot like, done you when do? you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I love the title of this next one. I don't 
Remember, we talked about what's so fucking up. I know what it is. Get your hand off the mute button. <laughs> and how much does a tiger cost? A tiger cost how much? So that was when everybody was watching the tiger I remember game. the tiger, which, by the way, there was a special last night that I didn't have a chance to watch. I And so the whole a tiger cost how much? Because that's what I got out of that. I was like, you can get Randy. That might be me opening a beer. Warning, recording is too loud. Because Sorry. Randy's opening a truly. Um, because I was like, you can get a tiger for, what was it, like $2,000? $2, I was like, what the fuck? Give me a tiger. And the mute button thing was, if you li- go and listen to the episode, it was, I, I was having trouble mm-hmm. with the audio when we were trying to come online. So and, is that all we talked about, were tigers? Uh, that was another rando episode. Look, during, we were on the struggle bus for a while, as was the rest of the world. During the pandemic, we were struggling a little bit, and we were like, what the fuck are we even going to talk about this week that hasn't already been Well, because everybody about. was fucking bummed out. Everybody was bummed out. So, in early April... We did what I thought was a very good series where we talked to local promoters. And yes. our first one was with Marjorie mm-hmm. um, from the OCB. And at that point, shows have been shut down. All the spring shows have been shut down. At what, when did we do this one? April? This one, April 3rd. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it sucked because there were so many competitors who were ready to go. We had clients where their shows were, in March, their shows were canceled two weeks out. Angela, by the way, finally getting, so Angela's show was canceled two weeks out in March. And she's getting on Anne stage Marie. tomorrow. Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had talked to, and there was a series where we had talked to Marjorie from OCB. And we talked to Kent from AMBF. Mm-hmm. And we were just getting a feel of the situation um, um, at the time. So I will say that the interview with Marjorie was the um, the highest number of uh, downloads in the first seven days. Still, really? number one. Mm-hmm. As the highest number of downloads yeah. in its first seven days. Oh, yeah. very cool. Mm-hmm. The next episode that we talked about, get out of the fridge and into your feelings. Mm-hmm. You're not hungry, you're bored. Yeah. And that was more, and I don't know how much of this has really changed, but that was a lot of, at that time, everybody was in quarantine, and again, kind of developing this group think of, okay, well, that's the funny running joke that we're all just eating, right? Like, every meme you saw on Facebook, every whatever was the big joke about... Let me go, you just know, sitting stop at home. on wine. And yeah, just sitting at home mm-hmm. eating. Mm-hmm. And, it, oh God, I did it again. It really had to be a conversation of, you have to make your choice for yourself, Get out of the refrigerator, stop the group think, and figure out what, are you fucking bummed out? Because you should be, you're in a pandemic. So deal with that. Or right. are you anxious? Or are you, like, whatever. But n- numbing yourself with food, or numbing yourself with social media. Or alcohol. Or, or alcohol, or whatever. Or gambling, or whatever you're numbing yourself right. with, right? It's all... It all comes down to, and this is another sort of resounding theme through all of our podcasts, it's like you've got to do the hard stuff. You have to feel the hard stuff, right? So a lot of people, when they keep themselves busy or, on the flip side, numb themselves, right? right? Because nobody wants to sit in their thoughts and deal with the hard shit. Right, right. And I, I think at that point, that was about a solid month into the quarantine, which is typically in any situation where people atrophy, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I know I did, right? It's fun at first. It's the snow day. It was the uh, a never-ending snow day. And then about a month in, you're like, fuck this. 
And now here we're like, we are. Now we're eight months in. You're like, okay, I guess this is just life. But Right. So here we are eight months in, and yet we have, you know, 15 clients getting ready to hit the stage who, oh, by the way, did not fall into their refrigerators all through quarantine. I mean, they because to, guess yeah. what? They didn't, you know. It, right. That's not how it has to be. Right. So, starting April 24th, we started a series that I don't know that we finished now that I'm looking at what it. What was the series? <laughs> we started our Life Athlete Pillars. We did finish it. Did we finish all of them? We changed the pillars a lot as we went through it. We ended up with, I think, only four or five pillars. So, we covered Pillar 1, Physical mm-hmm. Health. Mm-hmm. Pillar 2, Healthy Headspace. Mm-hmm. Pillar 3, Life Strategies. Mm-hmm. Pillar there 4 is in other, there. There were other, some other things in there. Pillar 4 is in there. So in between that... It's in there somewhere, right? Pillar 4 is in there. We did an episode 26, Greatness Without Regret, Relentless versus Reckless Pursuit of Goals. Do you remember what that one was about? If you don't remember, I'm going to Ronnie Coleman. You. Okay. Yes. Well, I, I mean, finally did my homework and watched the Ronnie Coleman series. Yes. And I got all fucked up in the head because it reminded me of my grandfather. But then we went down the yeah. rabbit hole of, hey, you know, like, what, yeah, how much is too much in the pursuit of your right. goals? Because right? I was thinking Goggins at first when I read that because he's kind of another case where you can take your goals too far. And we talk about this a lot with competitors, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if your competing career ends in a divorce, or your children leaving you, or health issues, you probably took your goal too far. Except, so, well, I'll say there's a caveat to that. Um, I mean, your children shouldn't leave you, and people shouldn't (laughs) hate you, but but I, I also do know that the process, that going through this journey really makes one see themselves differently, stronger, right, more empowered. So if they were in maybe not-so-amazing relationships to begin with, it might make them realize that this is not the relationship I want to be in because I am a different person. Yes. So So not necessarily in a bad way. Okay, if you end up in a divorce because he sucks, fine. Or she sucks. If you end up in a divorce because you suck. Yes, that's it. Then that's a different thing. Don't get divorced because you suck. Yeah. Get divorced because you realize you're, you don't suck and they do. Right. Or just keep your shit together. Like keep everything. And it's really easy to let your goals get out of control. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's when you have a passion, you want to pursue it. And sometimes at all costs. Yeah. And that's real hard. Mm -hmm. It's real hard. Greatness without regret. It's real hard to dial that back sometimes. Yes. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole in other life lessons. Stress was our next episode. Oh, that was and a good one. It is a good one, and I feel like this is the, the rest of all the stress is stressing me out. Is that right. that one? And I feel like this is the one that I quote the most because I feel like it's the number one problem I have with clients is stress. Mm-hmm. And most of it's self-induced. A lot of it's self-induced. Because mm-hmm. whether it's real or perceived stress, it's still stress on the body. And that right. is the point. So yes. if you're a quote-unquote worry wart, high anxiety, everything is right. all the time. Or even if you're somebody who thinks you're handling stress, right, your body still perceives it. 
Right. So like we were talking about earlier with the gift of fear, if you're being chased by a tiger, that's stress, right? If all the rest of the time your stress level is equal to being chased by a tiger, but you're not actually being chased by a tiger, you're just stressing yourself out. Right. It's chronically raised stress levels, right? right? So that's when it becomes an issue. Right. When you're always in fight or flight mode. Or thinking you are. Yes. Or looking to be. Right. Or God forbid that's your comfortable Or worrying place. about your... So instead of worrying about getting chased by a tiger, is that like really an actual thing that could happen? Right. So there you go. Like, are you actually being chased by a tiger? Or are you stressed out because you're worrying you're going to be chased by a tiger someday? Right. Right? Like, but if people, really, if people really sit and think about that, like how much time do you spend stressed out about things that are completely fictional? Yeah. You know, I'm learning not to be, I'm telling you the gift of fear, the very last yeah. chapter, it got yeah. me. I couldn't, I couldn't articulate it and I'm not going to be able to do it now, but you read the book in the very last chapter, the gift of fear, the yeah. actual, the chapter called the gift of fear. Right. It explains the difference between fear, right? Which is this intuition within us as animals, right? right? As humans, um, as human animals where, anxiety and worry is all something right. that we, it is all generated by us. Right. Is all self, self-induced, self-induced, self-created. Yep. From there, we, didn't we start our series on, so we did an episode on body image, the good, the we bad, did another and the body image one. Yeah. I can't remember the details of that one, but then we did our two part series on racism. Yeah. So that was... We didn't get a lot of feedback on that one, but it was pretty hard. So I did. Did you? Offline. Okay. So I had actually a lot of friends and family who listened to it who privately sent me text messages and notes and emails and just kind of said, that's cool that you did that. I'm processing it all. You know, thanks for, thanks for sticking your neck out and talking about hard stuff. Well, I don't, I didn't get a lot of feedback, but I don't actually think I have a lot of friends and family. So, <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I have friends, but That's my family sad. doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> um, and if they do, they don't agree with anything I say anyway. So, I still appreciate that we did it. I absolutely do, too. Because, again, I think a lot like the politeness concept. I feel like that was another area where we were just sort of drawn to like, here's something that you need to provide a platform for a discussion. Mm -hmm. And really like my main objective in that discussion and really any discussion is to say, it's okay to talk about this stuff. Right. That's it. We won't learn. Right. We won't learn and we won't get better if we don't talk about it. And sometimes it's uncomfortable and weird and it's okay if people come to it ignorant. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. As long as they're willing to learn and it's okay for you to be wrong and learn because you have, it's, it's having a conversation and listening with understanding, listening for understanding, Mm -hmm. right. And being able to put your own bias aside to try to at least understand that there is another side, right. More a hundred other sides, right. Right. There's more than just your own human personal experience. And I, I'll, ad, I'll admit, I started going down a rabbit hole of reading every book I could and 
being engrossed in it. And um, admittedly, it became too heavy for me. Um, I I got to a point. I'm not going to say I'm not going to say I stopped caring because that's not that's not the case. But I got to a point where um, I was saturated and needed yeah. to sit in that, right? Yeah, that I yeah. just needed to kind of, I was like, okay, because I was going down this rabbit hole and this rabbit right. hole and this rabbit hole. And like, th- 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 this means this. And I mean, and this is this. And I must feel this. And, and I was like, whoop, stop reading all the books at once. Right. And just sit, sit in, in this it. and marinate in it for a while and try to understand and kind of what's going on around me. And I feel like I'm in a, a, a decent place with it all now. Um, but yeah, I had to kind of take, I I did have to take a step back for a moment, but I don't, I like your term. You had to sit in it first. You had to take a step back because a step back to me makes it sound like, like, well, I got really deep into this, like, you know, civil equality, but then I was like, I'm not sure that's my thing. Let me step back. But that wasn't it. You were just like, okay, I'm, I'm learning a lot. I'm taking a lot on board all at once, drinking Mm -hmm. from a fire hose. Yep. And I need, need to take a minute and process it, but that's that's learning. Right. But I I feel like some others are still drinking from the fire hose. Right. Um, and, you know, people that are close to us. Right. Um, and uh, I, but yeah, I, I got to a point where it was kind of like knowledge overload because you can get to a point where there's just... There's too much information, and you don't know, am I racist? Am I not racist? Am I racist? Am I not racist? Am I not? It was just like every book I read, right? And it was just like, look, I need to stop with the information, and right. I need to just sit and think. What right. does it mean to me? Right. Because just because it said this way in this book doesn't mean it's right. And just because it said this thing in this book doesn't mean it's right. And just because I heard this right. on the news doesn't mean it's right. I have to go, what does this mean to Tina? Now, what does it mean to Brandy or Rama right. or Heather? Or, you know, any of the other people we have a conversation with. And right. that's, that's, that is where I currently am. But I think a lot of people are probably feeling that because. But it's also okay. It's, I think it's okay to just be here. Well, and our society, and when I, I'm not even say our society. I guess our society, because our society has been predominantly controlled by white people. And it's mainly white people right now who and I'm including myself in that. We're like, wait, what? What? And we're catching up on like 400 years of history right. in two months of watching television. Mm-hmm. And it's very overwhelming. So I think anybody who's not overwhelmed by it is not paying attention. Right. So anyway, I I mean, I don't, I don't think your view is, I don't think my view has changed. I think I'm continuing to be humble at the idea that as... An American who has participated in white privilege, I have a lot to learn. And that's mm-hmm. kind of, and I, that's, that's I'm exactly never going to stop. Nope. And I'm not going to stop teaching my kids. Nope. And what's happened isn't going to happen anymore. And we're going to change it. Oh, we're going to press pause for one second. Uh, I think we're back. All right. There we go. We're back. We had to do a quick pause. Check some tans. Check some tans for the girls. Sorry about all the creaky chairs. It's really weird. Um, all right. So where did we leave off? So in history, we are midway through the pandemic. And now we're heading into mid-July when you and I, it was the first time I had left my house since March. And we went to your grandparents. Right. And we did a podcast there from the bed. 
I, I re- not the dis- burning bed. There was a burning bed. I That's distinctly, a movie. I distinctly remember the you trying to I burn the bed. Burn. Up. Oh my god! Anybody who listened to that episode <laughs> <laughs> trying to light the bed on fire. I did. That was the part that I couldn't stop yes. laughing. That was horrible. But in all sorry, seriousness, you, sorry you guys. We talked about the beauty bias. Yeah, I think that one was actually a fairly popular one, too. I mean, based on the numbers. That, yeah. I thought that one was really good. I enjoyed talking about that one. And it was just the concept of everybody believes what they think is beautiful is the bar to strive for. Not right. realizing you could be what people think is right. beautiful. Everybody's somebody's cup of tea, right? I mean, well, and, and what culture feeds us as beautiful. Right. You know, is a very, I mean, it's a very, like, looking through a soda straw. Um. So that was that episode. Mm-hmm. Then we did one on prepping to prep. Which, yeah, that's when we started our What to Expect When You Are Competing series. series. Which we've actually got a lot of good feedback on. Yeah, I think that one actually has been pretty pretty popular. So we did uh, four episodes on that. Mm-hmm. We did prepping for prep. We did the cutting phase. Mm-hmm. We did peak week and uh, show day, which right. we're in the midst of right now. Right. And then we did the post-show recovery and reverse. Yeah. And um, yeah, because we were in the throes of competition right now. And um, it actually has prompted me to finally start making some edits to our What to Expect When yeah. Competing book. book. Which, by the way, you can still get copies of on Amazon. So you can get a digital copy of that on Amazon. Um, but we're uh, going to make you know a few changes to mm-hmm. it and um, hopefully re-release it in the next couple of months. Because um, we just got the you know stuff's just kind of outdated because we released that book in 2016. Yeah, I was reading. It's interesting. I was reading the um, I don't know what do you call it the prologue or the. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, oh, man, I got to change this because I was writing it while I was still working for the government. And, you know, in the midst of, like, realizing my dream, it was kind of talking about how, like, it, you know, we had given ourselves this five-year plan to do X, Y, and Z. And, of course, we did all those things, right? We promoted shows and we increased our clientele mm-hmm. and we, you know, the book and uh, the seminars and all of that yeah. stuff. And I was like, shit. And that was 2016. I mean, that's almost that. five years ago itself. And I'm like, oh my God, the things we've done since then, right? So now we're not promoting shows anymore. No. Now we're not doing seminars, but we're doing these amazing women's retreats. So right. I was like, I was like, so I have to do this like a little bit of what I put in the first one. But then I was like, okay, now yeah. we got to say, okay, what have we done since the first edition, right? So that's kind of like, what have we done? So this is our anniversary uh, edition. Right. So not, not just the podcast, but like, what have we done? So what have we done since 2016, you know? I remember finishing writing the book. So I finished my portion of it on our Key West trip, which doesn't that seem like a lifetime ago? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. You only came to Key West with us the one year. The first year, yeah. Yeah, we went, yeah, because we went back another year. Which would have been 2015. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And then I left, I left the government in June 2016, so that, that makes sense. We did mm-hmm. that. So I guess we did, we, so that's why we released the book in our seminar that January 2016. Mm-hmm. Was that the last year we did a seminar? Would have been, yeah. Was it? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that was the year I actually had double pneumonia, too. You have double pneumonia every year. I've had it twice. <laughs> I think the third one's going to get me good, so. Next one will be the corona. Yeah, next one. The corona. Next one will be the end of it, but. Yeah, so that's pretty interesting to think about. So now, it's just, it is it is really, 
it's really interesting to see how our business has progressed. You know, I see, I see coaches out there that just, I mean, God bless them for being just so pleased with themselves and, <laughs> um, and just talking about how many pro cards they've gotten yeah. from people or, um, there's a, it's most, it's mostly male coaches out there that I see just, you know, basically thumping their chests. Right. Um, you know, look how great I am and all the great things that I do. And I'm this amazing person and I have a wait list 500 miles long. And, um, this, oh, and even so much as to go out and say, this is how much money I make. And, you know, I don't understand whatever floats your boat. I mean, great. I mean, for me as a potential client, because everybody on social media is, if you're putting the shit on social media, everybody's a potential client, right? Somebody might go, huh, you know. That is the last thing that appeals to me. If right. I, if there's a coach out there talking about how much money they make, does does that mean I'm going to be just a just a number? Like, how much are you going to care about me as a, as a client if right. you're out here like that? And again, that might work for somebody else. Somebody else might just see the big name, and unfortunately, a lot of people do. The big name, let me go just pay the big name because it looks good on social media or whatever. And and, a couple, and these people actually do know their stuff. I'm not, sure. I mean, I'm not going to say that they don't. They're, I'm not going to say they're bad coaches in any way, shape, or form. Um, but it's just, that's just, that's not, our, that's not our no. style. It never has been. We, this is not to toot our own horn in any way, but we don't advertise aside from posting some client you're right client highlights is all we do right so if that's what that is i guess technically advertising but you don't ever see us going client fishing hey we have openings you should come work with us because we don't ever have openings it's true and at this point when i look at my roster it is like a venn diagram of a network right everybody is related to everybody else in some sort of way. Right. It's almost working in a strict word of mouth. I guess it is a strict word of mouth. Um, and and that's a great, I think that's a great place to be. But, you know, for the record, we make $1 billion a year, and that's why you don't hear us talking about it. Because <laughs> we make... We Who make makes so, $1 billion we a year? Because it's not me. so much money that it would be embarrassing to talk about. But I just or want that on the record. it might be the opposite. We're barely scraping by. And, uh, you know, no. And look, we've had we've had this conversation a million times. We have had every opportunity to make more money, right? We could take on more clients. We could do canned shit and put it out on social media. We could, you know, there, there's so many. We could have kept promoting shows, although that, that's not really a moneymaker. There's so many things we could do. But that's just not, that's not who we are as coaches. Mm -hmm. That's not what we do. We like to have personal relationships with our clients. So we're always going to keep our client rosters. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say small. It seems like a lot to us, but it's because we stay so busy with this handful, couple handfuls of clients that we have Mm -hmm. because we are so invested in every single client. I would rather be invested and take a lot of time and a lot of emotion for every client than to be just a number to somebody and get some quick canned response because this fucking coach has a hundred, 200, 300 right. clients. There's no way you have personal relationships and know a fucking thing 
about 300 clients. Well, and you know, it, like I worked with a coach, you did the same coach at a point where there was hundreds of clients and I got the canned responses. And when you get canned responses, you're like, well, she's not going to ever fucking check in and see if I do this stuff. So you blow it off. Right. right. I'd say if one thing's for certain, like my clients know that I'm looking over their shoulders all day <laughs> and that's enough to keep people straight sometimes. But if I had 100 people, I can't look over the shoulders of 100 people a day. No, I mean, shit, I've seen clients post things on social media and I, and mm. I'm like, oh, I, Oh, oh! I see you at the restaurant with mm-hmm. a beer in the set. Oh, I, I got to look at your check. My yeah, catalog. I was gonna say I have. Funny, yeah. I don't see that beer that was sitting. I have in done front it. One of you. I under my yep. So catalog. spoiler alert, people. Yeah, I have. Yep. We are watching you, and I've gone back and been like, hmm. Well, that's not at all what you logged, <laughs> right? <laughs> huh? Funny, funny how that works. But yeah, I mean, it's it's been it's been an amazing year. I mean. It really okay. has been. It's been a really weird year. I mean, pandemic aside, but you can't really put the pandemic aside no. because we have remained very fortunate through the pandemic. And very like we have stayed, you know, our clients have stayed on board. Thank, yeah. thank goodness. And well, I, I lost nobody. I lost one at the very beginning and she was probably going to go anyway. Right. Um, I don't think it was really pandemic related. Um, and you know what, just seriously, a shout out to all of our clients, every single one of you listening that stuck with your journey, right? Right. The pandemic, it wasn't easy. Nobody's was perfect. We all, we all together were up and down and sideways and left Mm -hmm. and right and all over the place. And, you know, four of you are getting on stage tomorrow. Yep. Prepped the pandemic. Yep. We got nine competing on October 10th, all prepped through the pandemic. Um, You know. Well, there's tons of people doing amazing off-season work. I've seen some of the best off-season work, you know, through the pandemic and building phases. And, you know, like it was not a lost year for our clients anyway. I can't speak for everybody in this world, but was not a lost year for our clients. And and nothing is a lost opportunity, right? Like if you're feeling you're feeling stuck and you know it's you know re- reach out for help. I mean right. it's not it's not too late, right? Like everybody had to start somewhere right. and you know I, I wouldn't say that you know at, and it's it's also you know also really interesting that you know we work with a lot of older women, mm-hmm. right? I would say there's a couple we have a couple in their 20s, you know, Kelly's still young. She's all, she's getting up there though. Right, she's getting up there. She's up there. Um, but most are in their mid 30s to uh, well, I just like 40s. See, this is what she does. Yep. Mid 40s, 50s, 50s, 50s. I just brought on a new client that's in her 50s. Yep. We have several clients that are in their 50s, and I love it because these women know what they want. They're not fucking around for the most part, mm-hmm. right? Like the, they, they, they have lived their lives and, um, and they're in it for the right reasons. Right. Yeah. And I love it. So, you know, I don't know what I just want to tell her. I want to tell our clients and our listeners. So everybody who's hung in there with us for a year yes. and all our new listeners, yes. you guys, this is, it's so fun for us. It's I very, think, it's a very cathartic experience for us. It is. I've had, for lot, me anyway, I've had a lot of, yes. Yeah. I mean, we're talking anyway. So if you guys want to listen in, that's great. <laughs> and, there is our podcast, right? right. I mean, that, that's really, right. that's how we decided to do mm-hmm. the podcast. It was, 
we think we have pretty fun conversations. We get into some deep shit just talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had many spiritual awakenings, mm-hmm. epiphanies, and like, oh my God, moments just in our talks yeah. and, and being real and putting the information out there. And hopefully other people can relate yeah. because that's all I put my information out there. I put myself out there because I know somebody can relate. And I know somebody is sitting on something that makes them feel shameful or bad about themselves or wrong or I wish I didn't or mm-hmm. why can't something be different for me. And if I've gone through it or you've gone through it and we share it, then it takes that power away. You're not by yourself. Right. right? Um, and, For me, speaking it out loud, and I tell clients this all the time, so putting it out into the universe means it has no power over me. Right, right. It is not my secret. It is not my shame. Right. It is not, you know, it is just a thing. It is just a thing that happened in my life that is part of the fabric of whatever journey I've been on. And if I can share that, you know, then I share so Help yeah, else with that. I mean, it's been a fun journey. So this season two will start after this one, mm-hmm. after this episode, we're going to hopefully bring some new kind of interesting format mm-hmm. on the theme of bringing people's stories to you because we want to start bringing other people's raw stories. Yeah. And cause you're probably tired of her hearing ours. Right. Sure you probably know, you probably know it all, <laughs> you now. Know us all now. So on that note, we would love anybody who's interested in telling their story to contact us. Oh yeah. Um, so that is some of the, the new material we're going to bring in this next season, along with, of course, the continued training and nutrition and fitness discussions. Right. So if you have, you know, if you've listened to the podcast and you have your own story, like on any of the themes or topics, or maybe even one we haven't talked about yet, right? Like there's some theme that you have a, you have a story to tell something you, feel like you've been on some journey of your yeah. own. Um, doesn't have to be fitness related. Cause obviously we talk mm-hmm. a lot about, you know, again, mind, body, spirit could be anything. Um, we'd love to hear your story. We're actually, you know, we're kind of working on how the format, but we, we have a couple test cases going on, but yep. we're hoping to have you guys record in your own voices and your own words, um, sharing your stories. And, um, we have a couple on tap. We're really excited for that. Um, and so that's kind of what we're going to kick off the next season with. And we have not forgotten about our giveaway. We're going to announce the winner. Um, we haven't figured out actually how to do yet, <laughs> how to do it yet. Um, but we are going to announce the winner in, um, be- by the beginning of the next season. Yes. Tomorrow. But so we'll work on it tomorrow. So please, you still have time to leave a review yeah. on Apple Podcasts. Um, download and share it with friends, tell other people about it that, you know, yeah. that helps. Um, and yeah, so this has been a fun little walk down memory lane. Yeah. So happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. There you go. You're welcome. You're welcome. Bye. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Don't so get weird. Use your head. It'll all be okay. Bye. I think. Bye.